Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Our next guest is one of the best reporters out there. She is with CBS Sports HQ. She's an NFL insider. Her name is Josina Anderson joining us on the show today. Josina, appreciate you hopping on with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. How are Let's you guys just doing? <laughs> no, doing great. We appreciate you coming on. Let's just start with this. What's the latest, what's the most recent update you have on the Deshaun Watson case? We know that the NFL has officially decided that they are going to appeal it. We also know that Roger Goodell is not going to be the one to oversee the appeal. Yeah, so, I mean, he obviously has elected not to hear it, which I do think is probably in the league's best interest relative just to the sensitivity of the case and kind of the volatility around the conversation surrounding it on social media and all that other stuff. So he has placed uh, uh, his designee, Peter Harvey, who's a former uh, federal prosecutor in uh, the New York uh, to oversee the case. And uh, today the response is due to the NFL's appeal from the NFLPA and Deshaun Watson's counselor side relative to that. Um, and, you know, if reporters like me get the leaks of the nature of those arguments, we'll kind of hear how they um, plan to contest what it is that the um, uh, NFL feels like it is bolstering on their side relative to the language in Sue Robinson's six-game suspension ruling. Josina, why do you think that these two sides have been unable to reach a settlement? There was a report that the league suggested a 12-game suspension with a pretty financial, a pretty big financial settlement when it comes to Deshaun Watson, where I think, I mean, the league wants 17 games. It seemed like Watson's side wants to have a six-game suspension. There's a lot of numbers in between six and 17. What do you think has been the biggest hurdle between these two sides reaching a settlement? I think that when you hear these numbers, especially on the league side, that you have to look at it more as the art of negotiation and how any negotiation goes, whether it's for your own employment contract to CBS to an NFL contract to, um, you know, negotiations with regards to an appeal hearing and the discipline process of the NFL. So when someone is saying that they're going for an indefinite suspension with a minimum of a year, just like in a, a negotiation, I think it's relative that they're trying to, or excuse me, I think it's because they are trying to land somewhere below that, right? And then this is why 
on the other side, with Watson's side, they were advocating for zero games because they do believe it should be zero games. But it was also tactical relative to what the NFL was going after and where you ultimately think it should land um, or it could land. So when, you, when you're talking about that, I feel like the NFL is trying to get just sort of that, um, um, w- whether it happened by a settlement in advance of you know, this um, decision from uh, Peter Harvey um, or whether it just comes by via Peter Harvey's decision um, on its face. So they are separate apart because it's how the NFL feels, and they're also taking into account kind of what Sue Robinson laid out in her ruling, which is the quote-unquote public outcry aspect of it which is a part of anything. There's always the public perception, the public domain, the public hemisphere, reaction, opinion with regards to any controversy that happens out there. And then there is, you know, what Deshaun Watson is saying it's happened or maintained it's happened, especially in a case where there is no video evidence kind of similar to what we had in the Ray Rice situation. Right now, we're talking to Josina Anderson. She is with CBS Sports HQ, an NFL insider, one of the top in the country. But wouldn't, from a PR standpoint, if you're Deshaun Watson, wouldn't this show a level of contrition that, hey, I understand that I was improper. I understand that I did something wrong, so I'm willing to accept a penalty where we have seen his side basically fight every single step of the way and seems prepared to fight it even more. Wouldn't reaching a settlement and trying to be on the same page with the league wouldn't that at least show some level of contrition from Watson's camp? So a couple things to unpack with what you just asked there. So um, number one, they uh, there have been intermittent talks attempting to reach a settlement since the three-day hearing back in the beginning of July. So there have been attempts on that. What there has not been is an agreement on where that settlement should land. So they have been doing that. And then number two... What was the second part of your question? I'm sorry again. No, I was just wondering if if, if you're Deshaun Watson and you want to communicate oh, to the public about a, the contrition. A, a, mm-hmm. Yes, you were talking about the contrition aspect of it. So, right, that is a matter of subjectivity. So, initially in the introductory press conference, Deshaun Watson said he did not have uh, remorse, and that those were his words. And then at his uh, press conference. Uh, during the mandatory camp, which I was there for in person, um, his explanation was that, um, you know, that he maintains that he still hasn't done anything wrong. Um, But what you're talking about came via his explanation saying that I understand that how I said that um, has triggered people, and for that I'm sorry. So that was his measure, his measure of showing Uh, contrition. Now, to your third point of what you were asking me was, well, shouldn't they just, uh, you know, settle or work with the NFL relative to this discipline? I would say they are doing that relative to prior to the Robinson ruling coming out. Remember that the NFLPA announced on behalf of itself and Deshaun Watson that regardless of what the discipline was, and this was before the ruling came out, they made this announcement that, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> apologize, that they would accept the discipline from, um, from Judge Robinson. So they, 
they announced that prior to and and since it's been announced that she has as advocating for a six game suspension he is still abiding by that six game ruling because two things yesterday was the deadline for whether you were going to appeal her ruling today is the deadline to respond to the NFL's um, appeal. So by not appealing the ruling, they are accepting that the baseline of his, or bottom line rather, of his suspension is going to be six games. That's what it's going to be. So that even now, if for some reason the NFL comes out and says in the final ruling, Peter Harvey says, you know what, it's a year. And then we kind of go into the Ezekiel Elliott mode of filing a lawsuit and going after temporary restraining orders to get an injunction to play week one. Per my understanding and what I tweeted yesterday, as of right now, because this is always fluid people out there listening, but as of right now, they would not, my understanding is that there would not be a seeking of a temporary injunction, right, to try to play week one, because obviously if you were going to do that, you would have appealed yesterday the six-game suspension. So any fight that happens uh, here, assuming that there is a uh, uh, that they have a, uh, they have a that they are have a beef, let's say, with the ruling um, that Peter Harvey is going to come up with, it would start at week seven. Right now, we're talking to Justina Anderson, one of the top NFL reporters and insiders with CBS Sports HQ. Last question here, Justina. I know you're busy. When you talk when you talk about Goodell and sort of how he handles these situations. I wonder if he's sort of in a lose-lose situation because the current, I guess, the current suspension system was collectively bargained between the players and the owners. The first major chance that we have, he's already appealed it, and he's pushing for a much more significant penalty than what the judge originally wanted. How is this being perceived in the league that inevitably will have another situation comes up do people feel like Goodell is going to go back on his words and just appeal every time he's unhappy with whatever they get back from a third party? So that's all in how you view it. So on one hand, people were saying that if they elect the NFL, rather, elects to appeal the decision from the neutral arbiter, that being Sue Robinson, that that would be undercutting her, that would be undermining her, unless it depends on what vantage point you're looking at that from. And I'm not saying that this is what is, but let's just shift the kaleidoscope a little bit. What if you don't view it as undermining her? What if you just view it as a buffer so that it gives you a launching pad and a buffer to do what you ultimately still wanted to do because you have the final say anyways. So it depends on how you look at it. It depends on how you feel. And we didn't have any history on the neutral arbiter before because this is her first high-profile case under this new process relative to the 2020 CBA. Now we have her first case. We get her second case and her third case. People will start to develop an opinion about how she rules, the history of her recommendations, what are her leanings. And over time, we will be able to say, do we think it's more pro-player, do we think it's more pro-league, or do we think it's balanced? Now, there are are people who feel, and it's very interesting, 
because I feel like the opinions are, are all over the place after the first ruling. Some people say, oh, this, is, this doesn't make any sense. Her language was strong, but it sticks game. Some people say, no, it's, it's pro-league because the language she used, it, you know, it, 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 wasn't ju- it wasn't justified. But, that, you know, so depending on who you're talking to, you know, kind of depends on how you feel like where she is leaning or may, where, where she may go in the future. But also relative to what I was saying as to, you know, what your question was, you know, how does the league view this? How does the league view this? You know, is, it, what, is this problematic for the league? And so my answer to you is, is, I'll circle back to what I said before, it depends on how you feel like, I guess, you're getting kind of use out of the insertion of the neutral arbiter prior to your ruling. And if, if the league feels that it serves them as a buffer, then maybe you don't feel like it's an undermining thing and maybe you're also not worried about it. It's just food for thought. That's all. This is Josina Anderson with CBS Sports HQ, one of the top NFL reporters and insiders. She has done a fantastic job with Deshaun Watson. Josina, really appreciate you hopping on with us this morning. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you, guys, and have a good show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 